from downtown, this is Tim Kitzer from NBA Jam, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, what happens when Picross meets murder mystery and coronavirus cancels virtually everything? Uh, I guess I'll take the two square feet of store credit. podcast episode 210 your place for nintendo news from nintendo fans like yourself we're still standing strong in the wake of the coronavirus it has not gotten to us yet but it has knocked a third of our show out it's just uh just bare bones tonight with just just, just jeremy and i but i mean it's definitely taken a bite yeah uh, nintendo main but we're but yeah we didn't we didn't even do our nicknames but we're your hosts i'm trey you scared the dick off me, Johnson. I'm Jerem. <laughs> that was funny. Hold on, <laughs> let me compose myself. You didn't read my did you read that before. I did, but it was still really. Funny. I was trying to say it in Duke's voice. I know because you said <laughs> "dick off me" and then Johnson and Johnson's. Oh yeah, that's what, that's what made me laugh. Two All dicks, right. <clears throat> two dicks, one name. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna finally do it. And I'm Jeremy Doomsday Backlog Mikowski. Yeah get that together for those two weeks uh thankfully my job has not been canceled yet but a lot of other things have so i'm just waiting just waiting my job and your job are both jobs that yeah. cannot be done remotely sure it's, that is true yeah i can't work from home unless you want to pay us some more on our patreon <laughs> i mean we could do like a podcast today if that's how we have to sustain ourselves yeah. So we're going to start off the show like we normally do and talk about the games that we've been playing in our moment of crisis here. Yeah, I, I know there's one that we've both been playing, so I'll stay that, save that to the end, which I said in the cold opening. But I'm still playing Mega Man Zero Collection. It's a great collection of games. I saw you'd played over 20 hours on that. I guess I have, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've only that's been, great. I mean, I played... Got, what, was that a $10 game? Uh, no, I think it was 30 but it has six games on it. So it's totally oh, I didn't know it. if you got out on sale. Oh, no, that one wasn't on sale yet, but I did get some on-sale stuff. So, yeah, I'm still playing Mega Man Zero. I'm I'm on Mega Man Zero 2 right now, and actually, I, I feel like I'm playing that one better. I've I found all the health power-ups. I got all my sub-tanks. I, like, doubled my life. I extended my life bar all the way, so I am fully leveled up. Ready to go into the, and I'm in, the, I'm in like the final mansion, whatever, whatever you want to call it. The, uh, the equivalent of Dr. Wily's area. It's called Neo Arcadia in the Mega Man Zero games, but I'm, I'm at the end there of two, so I'm about to get into three, but yeah, I think those, I said it before, but I think those games are great. I, I ha- highly, highly, highly recommend them for anybody who likes Mega Man. I think they're really cool. And I remember John asked last week how many Mega Man games there were. 
Well, I counted, I just went ahead and counted how many are on the Switch, and there are 25 Mega Man games on the Switch as of right now. And I own 14 of them. So there you go. <laughs> so there's 25 different Mega Man games on Switch. Yeah, total. There's a, there's 11. Stretched across what, four collections, five collections? Oh, yeah. No, it's more than that. Uh, it's, well, I guess about, because there's, there's two of the regular Mega Man collections, mm-hmm. and there's two of the Mega Man X collections, and then there's the Mega Man Z X collection, and then there's Mega Man 11. So. Yeah, Mega Man 11's a yeah. ton. Yeah, in the eShop, right? Yeah, so it's like Mega Man one through five, Mega Man six through ten, Mega Man one through Mega Man X one through four, and Mega Man X five through eight, and then the ZX collection, which is four zeros and two ZXs. Hmm. So that's six. Yeah, there's just a lot of Mega Man in there, which is great. That's cool. They have like pretty much all they need is like a what was it? What was that RPG one that was on there? They need a Fuck. Battle Network? Yeah, they they need a Battle Network collection, and they need a Legends collection, and I think we'll be good on Mega Man so stuff. So is, is Battle Network shown up anywhere yet? I'm so, I, I have a feeling that Battle Network's probably going to show up on here. I don't know why it wouldn't. You know, I They got everything else on they, there. Maybe it was on 3DS. I thought it had been on. Oh, bad, I mean, Battle Network, at some point. I mean, Battle Network was on 3DS, I think. Or wait, maybe it was on Wii U. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I never played any of those games, but maybe I give it a try. They were Game Boy Advance games, right? Yeah, I thought so. But there were DS ones too. I thought. I don't know. I didn't get into the. I mean, they were all like you know strategy RPG. And they had like variations, so there'd be like red and blue or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I did. Well, I did play Mega Man Legend on sixty four, and that would be game. That would be something I would go back and play again if it ever got re released. And I did get that really weird, rare spinoff, the roll game. I got that one on PlayStation just because apparently it's like a million dollars to get it physical. So I bought it off of the eShop or the whatever, the PlayStation eShop. I got off the PlayStation Network because it was like $2 or something like that. Was it Mega Man Roll? Yeah. I think that's what it is. It's like, it's super, it's super hard to find. It's like super rare. And it was... And it had like just gotten put on there, and I just got it because it was like five dollars or something like that. And what is it? It's like Mega Man Roll, something like that. But you you play as the girl, as Roll, as the girl robot. In there. Oh, that's the character's name. Okay. Yeah, the Nick character's name is. I Roll. was like, is this like a Katamari Damacy Mega Man? Oh no, <laughs> no. The character's name is Roll. She's you've seen her in. Uh, she's in like the the Capcom versus Marvel games. You've seen her in there. I'm sure you'd recognize her if you saw her. But yeah, down on Mega Man. Mega Man uh, rabbit hole here, a rabbit man hole. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, I'm almost done with Mega Man Zero. I realized this is really it seems really dumb, but I, I realized that like Mega Man is all about the patterns. Everything is a pattern. That's how you beat a Mega Man game. You basically have to play the same boss multiple times and until you know exactly how they're going to attack you, and then you can go through the whole thing without getting killed if you're like good enough, if you study it enough. And that's the thing. That's how you break. That's how you play Mega Man games. If anybody like is having a hard time playing them, I broke the code. It's all patterns, man. Every, everything has a fucking pattern, and you got to memorize it. 
It's all patterns. So yeah, I, I played more of that. I got that. I got that last week. That's what's been going on with that. Uh, there was a whole lot of. I, I decided to go, you know, go a little crazy on the eShop sales because there was some pretty good stuff on there. I talked about it last week that there were some things that I thought about getting, and I just went. I just went for all of them. So so I, I got my three hit combo here of on sale games. I got Mega Man X Legacy Two, which was fifty percent off, so that was ten dollars. I got Murder by Numbers, which is the which we're going to talk about because we both got that. That one was like 10% off. It was only like a dollar or two off. It wasn't that big of a sale. But I also got Bulletstorm Duke Edition for half off, which was $15. So I spent around like, what, 40 bucks on like three games, something like that. Nice. But it was worth it. And uh, Bulletstorm, Bulletstorm is fucking cool, man. That's a fun-ass game. I, uh, It's it's good. It's a really, it's a really good one. It's basically like, you know, it's a kill, it's a kill anything, F- or, uh, First-person shooter, as we talked about before, but... It's like a Twitch-based shooter. You basically... You get points for, like, killing people in interesting ways. Like, they'll... You get, you get like, this list of different stuff that you can do, and every time you get... And you also get points for figuring out stuff that aren't on the list or whatever. But you earn points, which is basically, like, currency, and you can use that to upgrade your weapons. So, like, say there's a part where, like, you're in an area where there's, where there's a cactus... If you kick somebody into a cactus and kill them with a cactus, you get points for that. You get, like, extra points for that. Or if you, like, kill somebody by shooting them in the legs until they die. Or if you, like, shoot them in the butt until they die, like, you get points for that. There's, like, a whole bunch of different shit you can do. And there's a, you can, you can, like, there's, like, a lasso type thing that you can do where you, like, where you, like, throw out a, you, like, throw out a, a, a string thing and you can pull the guys to you. And you can do combos with that. And you can also kick them away, and they kind of go. They either kind of, they kind of float towards you in a slow motion, or they float away from you in like slow motion. And you can do stuff like stuff with that. You can do moves where you like kick them into a wall until they die. Like that's like that's extra points. You can like uh, there's like guys who fly in these little mini helicopters, and if like you if you can pull the if you can pull them out of the helicopters and shoot them in the air like before the helicopter hits, you get points for that. So it's like all about doing all these stylish kills in a. Uh, in this just like super bonkers off the wall kill everything first person shooter and it's a lot of fun and apparently there's if you get this you get the duke nukem editions edition so if you choose to which i did you can basically play through the whole game as duke nukem just because he's in there so uh so you pretty much have a duke nukem game on the on the switch now which maybe that's a good thing maybe it isn't it's so it's so weird they just basically just stuck Duke in there. Now he's the main character, and he just kind of makes comments about the about the story as it goes. And that one that my nickname was something he that he said in the game that I thought was hilarious. There's a you part. Scared my dick off. Yeah, he says you scared. He says you scared the dick off me. Is what he says. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just like him, like just making comments. It's it's weird. It's like the whole like first five minutes of the game. It's just him being like, "Whoa, man, what the fuck? I don't know where I am. Why am I here? You know, like and all this stuff. And I don't know what. I don't know how like interesting the main character is or like what the main story is, but it's kind of funny that Duke is just thrown in there and he's just kind of reacting to everything that's happening around him. So maybe, maybe if I beat the game, I'll go back and see like what the other version would have been like at the very beginning. But I think it's pretty fun with Nuke in there. I think, I think it totally fits, you know, with him, with him being in there. But yeah, it's like all super, super over the top. Like I played, I played a level where I got, where I was getting chased by a giant wheel that was like trying to run over me. It's like, Everything is like giant set pa- set pieces everywhere, and and it looks great. It looks really good on the Switch. It looks great on handheld too. I played a little bit of, of it on handheld, 
it's another one of those things that supposedly like looks better than it did when it was released on for PS3 and 360 and all that. So, so yeah, that was kind of a game that I remember hearing about, and it just kind of fell under the radar really quickly. And and then it was released for 30, I think, last year on the Switch. And when it dropped to 15, I was like, yeah, you know, let's let's try it out. And it's a it's a blast. It's a lot of fun to play. It's my it's definitely my pick of the week for sure. Like it's a shit ton of fun. I played I, I kinda like did just a quick run through of Mega Man X. I like just played like maybe about twenty minutes of each of the games on there just to give them a look. You know, I'm not really I'm not I want to get through the zero stuff before I get on go on to another Mega Man collection, but but let me tell you that second half, that second legacy collection, those games are weird. They're all like the they're all the PlayStation One oddball ones. Like that's the one I mentioned this on the show like a long time ago that I wanted to play I wanted to play the weird ass like three D one and that one's so on Legacy there. Legacy was the three D one, right? Uh seven, I think, is the one that was the three D one. But yeah, no, it, it's just like they're weird. It's when they get a little bit weirder with the X stuff. Cause they're all like you know, they're in that like half like half sprite, half polygon, weird, awkward PlayStation phase. So Yeah. So yeah, the games are weird. But I wanted to play yeah, the one that's like sorta three D is this is seven and it's weird. It's totally weird. But you can play as you can play a zero if you're a, you know, if you like the zero stuff and you want to see more zero stuff. He's in there. He does not move as quickly as he does in the Game Boy Advance. That's for sure. He's way more sluggish than than he is on the uh, on the ZX collection. But whatever. Okay, well, I guess we can talk about Murder by Numbers. Sure. You got it, too. I did. Uh, yeah, Murder by Numbers is basically pick cross with a story around it. That's my uh, that's my impressions about it. It is. Yep. It's like if you bought a pick, like if you went to the store and you bought like a, uh, a, like a teen mystery novel or something, and you also bought a pick, like a Sudoku book, yeah. I guess would be an equivalent. And then you just like alternated page by page. Yeah. Because it doesn't really seem like there's much in the realm of choices in the mysteries so far. Yeah, it's yeah. You basically got to find clues, and when you find a clue, you have to do a pick cross puzzle that will give you a clue. But it's like it's if you ever played pick cross before. I mean, I like pick cross, but there's also kind of like no point to it. It's just like you play a puzzle, you see a picture at the end, cool, it's over. This one, I feel like it makes it a little bit more approachable because it has a story around it. It's like kind of like it's kind of like the it's old. It's a funny story. Like yeah. I think a lot of the writing is really funny. Oh, like, the writing's yeah. great. Yeah, no, I thought the writing's incredible. I thought the characters were really good. It definitely seemed like, and I know this sounds cheesy or whatever, but that's some some adult humor in there too. I was gonna say yeah. it seems like something you would see like in a hip like new Netflix show. Oh sure, like, yeah. Some of the dialogue between them because there's definitely some progressive type characters in it, and like whatever's happening in it is still kind of scandalous. Like the main character is still kind of involved in some drama and like, I don't know. It's, it's fun because it's like, like I said, it's definitely got sort of like a TV drama thing going on with it, but it also is kind of 
pretty anime at the same time mm-hmm. or comic um, book like i would even just say well yeah it ha- i mean it has a straight up anime video like a video intro at the beginning mm-hmm. with like full with like full voice singing and all that so i mean it's definitely there like it, you could tell that's what they're going for so and, the story is really cool but yeah yeah, I no. guess the, there's a big disconnect between the Picross and the and the show to a certain extent. Like, I guess, have you gotten far enough to where like you have to get the robot to hack its way into something? Um, I got, I mean, I basically got through like the opening story. So, ba- I yeah. mean, we could talk about the premise in there for anybody who has it, whatever. Because I got can. through the first story and I'm like, I just started the second story. Oh, okay. Basically what happens is, um, this lady, she's a, she's an actor, uh, She's a she plays a detective on a TV show, and she gets and she's gets fired by her by her boss, and she gets you know she's about ready to leave. She goes to the parking lot. She runs into this robot that I guess this robot find, found itself in a junkyard. Doesn't know how it got there. It kind of doesn't remember anything. And uh, when she comes back, this guy that fired her is dead, and she's automatically the number one culprit for that. Uh, for that, they think that maybe she did it. So it yeah. st- starts off with a murder mystery like that, where you have to work with different crew members and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, and you basically, you'll, you know, it, it's not, it doesn't get as in depth as like Phoenix Wright would. It's not all about like trying to trick people into saying the wrong things and stuff like that. It's more like, uh, it's very much like you can only do, it's basically just finding your way to the next Picrest puzzle, I guess is kind of how it works to progress you know you can you can scan the area around you with the robot and if you find any sort of clue you have to finish the picross puzzle and then you'll find out what that clue is and whether you can use it or not and whatever you know and you can show things to characters while you're talking to them so that's like the other thing but near as i can tell like you have to do that from time to time but yeah there's no sort of like penalty if you show them the wrong thing. You know what I mean? Like sure. some games, like that's how sort of how like they deal with evidence and blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. you have to go through it correctly or you mess the case up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Near as I can tell so far, it's really just sort of like a, it's not even a choose your own adventure story. It's just like a, it's a somewhat linear story, but it kind of makes you feel like you're piecing it together as you go. Yeah. I think and then you play Picross too. Yeah, it's like it's like a visual novel, like with mm-hmm. with Picross added to it. I guess is a better way to explain it. But I think it's cool. I mean, I think I definitely. I, I I mean, I recommend it if you like Picross. If you don't like Picross, you're not gonna like it. But if you like Picross, yeah, it's great. It's another way to play it, you know. And I like it because, like I was saying, I like it because I I enjoy Picross. It's very much like Sudoku, but it's I can only play so much of it when there's no like. It helps that there's like a story around mm-hmm. it. Because just you know, I've I played like the pick. I played the Pokemon Picross. I played the Legend of Zelda Picross. It was on 3ds, and it's the like Twilight yeah, one. and it's like I can only play so many of them because it's not not really a point to it. It's just all just. I like, have a Picross yeah. 3D on the DS. That one's really cool. Yeah, I have I have the pick. I have Mario's Picross on 3ds, which is the game, the original Game Boy, mm-hmm. the original brick Game Boy Pretty Picross game. Which I got it. Actually, got it for free from the Nintendo from the Nintendo Club. So that was it. Was cool. I got some. I either got some credit or I just got it oh, as you a see, free so game. So you got that one for free, and you got the uh, Twilight Princess one for free. I did, yeah, and I got the Pokemon for one for free too, because it was like one of those free to play ones. So yeah, I never paid for a Picross okay. game <laughs> except for this one. So it's the first time I first time I paid for it. But it's yeah. the second time I've paid for 
Picross game. Yeah, but if you well, like, if you like those, you know, it it's there. That's that's what it is. You know. I, yeah, I said it was a. Uh, I kind of like my little note I wrote here was like it's a fantastic portable game, but I've only played it in docked mode. But it definitely makes more sense as like you were saying, like it's a Sudoku. It's like a Sudoku type puzzle. So you, the satisfaction comes from making all the parts of it fit together perfectly. And then of course you win at the end, you get like a really low resolution sort of image to yeah. tell you what the, sol- I guess that counts as the solution, but really the solution is just that everything that's described on the edge of the puzzle is correct. So it's fun. It's very satisfying when you finish a puzzle, I think. Or if you're like staring at it for a little while and you have like a little breakthrough and then it like fall, it's like a cascading effect of like a bunch of stuff all falling into place. So sure, there yeah, is. I a... like it, but it's straight up Picross. Oh yeah, no, it it totally is. There is like one thing that bothers me, and this is the same thing that bothers me about Sudoku. It's like when you're so close and you only have like two lines left, and you just can't figure out what that one line is. Like sometimes that like really just aggravates me like crazy. I just, I'm like, I, 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 I just, sometimes I get stuck and I just like, I don't know what to fucking do. Like I, yeah. it's like, why can't, it's like, I don't, I don't know. And I had, I had the same problem with Sudoku too, sometimes but where it's like, you well, get, there are things in this, yeah. there are things built into the game where you can run like a, a an error check or yeah. you turn on hints and stuff, which I've done my best to avoid that, but. I had, I've got it set yeah. on whatever the normal mode is, not the yeah, beginner. yeah. Me too. Uh, I I had to. I was doing one of the bonus ones, you know, because you unlock the bonus ones as you go, like as your detective level yeah. levels up and all that. And I was on one of the harder bonus ones, and I just could not for the life of me figure figure it out, and it was driving me crazy. So I just started. I was just I just started putting hints on it, but those bonus ones don't matter because you don't get you don't get a score from it. Which is weird. It's just there for you to. Pl- it's just there for you to play it. It's just another one, but nothing comes from it. Like nothing comes from beating it. Like you don't get points. Like your rank doesn't go up or down. So if you use hints on it, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't take points away for that. So that was that was the time that I used it. Was that? But I, I could I could see it being a pretty relaxing game if you were into if you're into Picross and that kind of like chilled you out. You know, I could see you just like. Laying back, like doing a couple puzzles, like reading a little bit of a little bit of the story, you know, like and the story's funny. Yeah, like, it, it's somewhat serious, but the dialogue's definitely. It's like, you know, it's like something like Eyes Zombie, or you know, it's like it's definitely about murder, but it's funny. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, but it's quirky. But it's quirky. Got some quirk yeah. to it. You can continue on. I think. I think that's all. Yeah, I think that's all. I've really been playing for the most part. Right. Well, uh, I've been doing a lot. Of the same, but I did actually buy a couple of games this week, so you should be proud of me, listeners and Trey. Um, but thing I'm most proud of that I got to mention first and foremost, I beat Dragon Quest Two. Nice, yeah, I beat it. Um, looked at my time on it; it just said I played 20 or more hours. So it sounds like it falls right into place for what you had said, Trey. It's about a 20-hour game. Um, once I finally got to the final dungeon, I just I did not use the walkthrough at all. I just like played it blind and I'm glad I did because I spent a bunch of time in that last dungeon, like to where I knew it, like by the back of my hand, like all the little secret, like pitfalls and the weird maze part and everything. Like I just went through it so many times that in the meantime, I gained a shit ton of levels and, you know, I ran into a bunch of metal slimes and, you know, gained crazy levels and stuff. So 
by the end of it, I was like pretty OP, I think, because uh, I did read a strategy guide on the final boss before I fought the final boss. I beat it my first try. Yeah, I don't remember. It was super easy final boss, but they were like, he has a heal all spell. So you just, it's going to be a long fight. Yeah. Look out for that. Yeah. Yeah. And he never used the heal all spell. So maybe I just got lucky, but I managed to, yeah, just use, I basically just like attacked with the main character and use the other two as healers. And, uh, it worked out great. And I mean, they both had, both of my secondary characters had the uh, life spells, so. It turned out all right, but I was pretty excited when I beat it. Like I was just like, man, this is for real. Like I, it wasn't like a one-off thing that I played through a Dragon Quest, like an early Dragon Quest game. Like I'm, this ball's rolling. I'm getting into this world, like, and I love it. It's so good. Yeah. Now I'm playing Dragon Quest three. It's a wonderful world to live in. Dragon Quest world is great. And I'm so happy that I have so many games left to play. Although I am going to run into problems once I finish three. Well, yeah, then you're going to have to. Well, you'll have to like find a way. I mean, you're going to have to play them on your 3ds. Or through some translated ROMs or something like that. I don't want to play a ROM. <laughs> I want to find like a legit way to play it. But. You want you want the DS? I mean, I, I I think the DS ones are great. I played through four and five on on DS, and I think they're both good. I was looking good for remakes. three on the Game Boy, and I guess it was a thing, but not here, right? Oh no, it is. I I, be, I played through it on Game Boy. Dragon Quest three. Yeah, it came out here. Oh. Yeah, um, well, it's just it's, on color. Yeah, it's um. Dra- well, it's it's under it says Dragon Warrior three on it, but yeah, it, it did come out here. It was, um, cause yeah, that's how I, when I did my Dragon Quest quest, when I decided that I was going to try to go through as many as I could, I played through Dragon Warrior 1 on NES, and then I played Dragon Warrior 2 on the Game Boy 1 that came with that, and I played 3 on Game Boy. So that's the one, which actually those, the Dragon Warrior 1 and 2 and 3 that are on Game Boy are actually ports of the remakes that are on Super Famicom, but translated. Uh-huh. So, but no, I think, I think the Game Boy one's great. Yeah. I, pl- I played it on the Game Boy Color. So that's how I played through it. Yeah. It's like one it's of the. It's running for the lowest price I see is 38 bucks. Oh, okay. I think I got it for less, but maybe, cartridge only. maybe nobody cared then. It's like, yeah, it's the see-through. It's one of the see-through cartridges. Oh. You can see Lodo on there with his giant hair on the front. You've probably, well, for anybody who's made it all the way through Dragon Quest Eleven, you might recognize that outfit because you do you unlock that outfit towards the very end of the game. Spoilers, mm-hmm. but it's just an outfit. Who cares? But yeah, you get to you get to wear that with your main character if you get far enough. But well, yeah. l- let me tell you about Dragon Quest Three. What I think of it so far. Sure, go for it. I fucking hate. No, I'm just kidding. It's great. <laughs> Um, I think like it feels like a for like the, it feels modern. Like it feels like that's the where, you know. And I and I and I don't know any way to describe it other than just because it's also three. But I'm like, is this kind of like Mario three? Was this like when this series really just kind of like found its like it's found its direction for well, good? Yeah. I mean, well, three was when they introduced jobs, which I thought was a big thing. The jobs are cool. The I like the customization is like really cool. Like that's awesome, and it's just a lot. I I know it's a prequel and all that, and I'm not that far into it. I've gotten through the first part of it where you get to the second kingdom. Yeah, you, know, you get to a different island. Like you get off the first island. So I'm I'm basically like around there. I went to the elf kingdom, talked to the elves. I find it a lot more accessible than the first two. And you can and you you get to make your guys right like you get to create yeah. pretty much create your team on that one which I did yeah and I named them all you know 
after my cats and my partner. So yeah, got my whole family with me. Yeah. I mean, I remember that was a big deal for for like a Nintendo game, an NES game, or Famicom, however you want to look at it. But just that you could just make your own make your own party and make them whatever job you want them to be, you know. But I got the map, and the world map looks like very very closely looks like the real world, like the actual map. So that's interesting how they did that. Um, so you kind of start on Australia. At least yeah. in this version of the game. I don't know if it's like that in all the Dragon Quest 3s, but I am playing the, I guess, the port of the mobile version on the Switch. Yeah, but it shouldn't but, be. I, I don't expect it to be that much different from the original one. But I, I really like it so far. So at this point, I mean, I'm uh, the ball's rolling, so I got to finish this one at least. And then I can say I've finished all the ones, on, or, you know, I've gotten at least seen the credits on all the ones on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, I... I remember, I remember three being a lot longer than two. Like yeah. I, I remember noticing, like that. I was like, "Oh, this is this is a pretty long game." Like, so I, I want to guess that it's probably sitting in like maybe the forty to fifty hour range. And that's the way two was compared to one as well. Two is yeah. like double, yeah, what one was, and then yeah, three feels like looking just looking at the map. It's at least three times the size of yeah. Two, I would say, because I remember getting through two pretty quickly, but I remember playing three for a long time. Like I remember it, yeah. I remember that I had to spend a good amount of time on three. Like three felt pretty long to me. I was really like, yeah. By the end of two, I was really loving it, and that's kind of one thing that one was the same way, and it's something that's a little disappointing about these games. Those first two is that there isn't a post game, so it just kind of is like you finally get to where you're like one shotting like all these really powerful enemies, and you know, like you finally feel like you got all the greatest equipment and. You're doing everything right, and then the game's over. And yeah. Like, Damn it. I was like, finally where I wanted to be. Well, you can and, still yeah, just... So that happened with two as well, and then now yeah. it's like three. I'm weak again. You know, I was running away from slimes for a little bit there. I felt kind of embarrassed about that, but not doing that anymore. Like, I can kill slimes, but I did finally die for the first time, and I've had the game for a few days. Well, I've had the game for four or five days at this point. In three? And, uh, I, I finally died... I've had it for a week mm. because I beat the game right after we finished recording last week or no last Thursday night. So yeah, just about a week ago I beat two and yeah, three is it's fun, but, but uh, I only died once in it so far. So like the challenge level is not quite up there. According to um, so where is it? According to how long to com, one of my favorite websites, it says that dragon warrior three is 33 hours, but I, I thought that it was, longer than that in my own in my own experience it doesn't have but that's that's the uh original nes version is what is what it's saying on that i haven't found the game boy one in here yet because i don't know maybe people didn't didn't get that i remember i remember reading the review of that on ign of, of the game boy re-release of dragon warrior 3 and i think they, they gave it a very high high uh, score i think it was in the nines at least and I remember I thought about getting it, but I just didn't because probably couldn't find it anywhere because it was fair. I, I think I don't think it was released a whole. There wasn't a whole lot of copies out there. I don't remember ever seeing it in a store, brand new. So, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying Dragon Quest Three. It's, I mean, it's considered, it's still considered like the best one out of all of them in uh, in Japanese polls. So, I mean, it's still pretty high up there. Like if you watch, if you look at like top 
top 50 best RPGs or whatever in Japan, you always see Dragon Quest 3 and they're pretty high. Like it's it's like considered it's like the Final Fantasy 7, I guess of of those games. Yeah, where, and I wonder about it too because like where people think uh, feel yeah. fondly about it. You know, not that it's the best. There doesn't well, seem yeah. to be a whole lot of character development. In fact, it's less than either of the first two because all the characters are kind of generic. They're just their jobs. Yeah. Because so, I think the well, the only real story you get is from the main character, who is which is also, I guess, the way the first one. Who was. is the luminary? You know, it's yeah. You figured that out, right? That he so is. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I knew yeah. that he was the prequel guy. Yeah. So he's. I mean, yeah. It's it's, and I thought that was cool that like you keep talking about the descendant, and then the third one comes around. It's like, oh, now you are, now you are the hero. You're not the descendant anymore. You get to and see I'm happy to be playing three because luminary. I almost just played three. That's what was told to me in a lot of articles I read. Like, oh, they say oh now that you can get three. the first three on uh, Switch, just play the third one. You don't need to play the first yeah. two. But I, I really wanted to play the first two, so I'm glad I did. Yeah. And now I'm actually to the one that is what I feel is kind of the payoff for yeah. the original trilogy, I would say. Yeah, that's kind of – I mean, that's kind of where I'm at on uh, Mega Man also, on Mega Man Zero because – I read that Mega Man Zero Three is the best one, and I was like, "Well, I'll just I'll just get there. I'll play the other ones and get to it, and then I'll I'll appreciate what it is more because I played the ones before it." I feel like that's important instead of just like jumping to one thing. I think there's a lot to be said about just like you know seeing like how the games change in each in each version of them, and just be like, "Oh, okay, now I, now I understand why this one's so good because it changed this to another thing when I get to this." So. I feel like it's important if you want to go, if you really want to play a whole series, you know, it's good to, to go through all of them so that you can appreciate it. I just it feel like a better. stronger connection to the game now. Yeah. To just having gone back to the origins and mm. so it's cool. And it's, it's kind of fun to like put myself in that like relative like period of history, like what was happening in the world, like when this game came out and it's fun to think about that sometimes when you're playing an old game, like. Well, if you want to, what might have been racing through someone's head while they were playing this game as a distraction, you know, like if there was like some sort of like world crisis or. Well, Nintendo side note, if you'd like to know what was going on in Japan while Dragon Quest three was being made, get Yakuza zero. That's what it's about. It actually has Dragon Quest three in there. They don't call it Dragon Quest three, but it's close enough that you know what, what it is. And it's supposed to like take place in that year. Yeah, it's it's during the bubble time of Japan when everybody was rich over there, when there was a whole lot of money. But there there is a side quest where you actually where you actually see the line for Dragon Quest three. It's funny. It's not it's not called Dragon Quest three because they're not they don't own that. But you'll figure it out. It's 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 like it's like monster. It's like monster story three or something like that. Like it's, Dragon Quest three line simulator. Yeah, it's it's totally it's like. Yeah, it's it's supposed. You can tell it's supposed to be that game. Like it's if yeah, but yeah, if you want to, if you ever want to know what you know it was like in Japan in the eighties, that game's great. And, I but, think but after three, I there. might play through. Uh, what was the one? Is it called Slime? Dragon Quest Slimes? Rocket Slime? Rocket Slime? Yes, yeah. I might play through that again because that game's great. Yeah, I I've played about- through it twice now, but. I thought about playing that game again because when I played it, I didn't know anything about Dragon Quest. I just really enjoyed the game. Same. But there's a lot of, you know, yeah, there's there's a lot of Easter eggs and stuff like that reference the old Dragon Quest games in there. So probably stuff I wouldn't have seen at all. So yeah, if you play through it again, 
you'd catch all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. I don't recall it being a hard game. It was just kind of a collect-a-thon and with a kind of a fun gameplay mechanic of like the stretching. Yeah. Or you can play that. Or you can play that weird ass Monopoly game also. Fortune Street, which will make more sense to you because the characters are all characters from Dragon Quest. Was it? Is it a Fortune Street game or is? It yeah, it's Fortune Street. Yeah, it's just Dragon Quest based. I I thought I was I was told that uh that what's his face made Fortune Street uh Yuji Hori. I thought that he created it. Oh, I, it wasn't it, I think it was a based off of a mini game and a Dragon Quest. One of the Dragon Quests. Yeah. Well, I mean. Were the are there any of those board games yet in two? Have you gotten to those yet, or maybe they start in three? They must start in three. They're cool. Yeah, they, yeah. You get to these like Mario Party kind of type levels where you're on a board game and you like roll a dice, and there's like you can run into spaces where you have to fight guys, or you run into spaces where you get that's treasures and stuff. 3? Yeah, that's definitely in Dragon Quest three. I don't. I couldn't remember if it was in two or not. Also, so Fortune Street came from that. I guess so. Yeah. It, they're very different, though. Fortune Treat is much different than the board right, game that's in Dragon evolved. Quest. But, but yeah, I guess it could be spin-off of that. But those games are fun. Like, I had a lot of fun with those. I actually kind of miss them. I wish they were in... I wish they were in 11. Because they're in, like... I know they're in 3. There's a bunch of them in 3 and 4 and 5. The only game I ran across in uh, Dragon Quest 2 is the... Basically, like, the game in Mario 3, the slot game. And I never won that. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know they have casinos in most of them where you can do I, stuff I like literally that. never won the game, the Tombono or Tombolo or whatever it's called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I know what you're talking about. Where they, like, give you they give you a card or something, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know that. I did like the end of 2 where you could, like, just walk around the world and no one would fuck with you. You could just, like, talk to anyone you wanted to. That was pretty cool. Do you have to, like, walk back to the original castle? Yeah. Yeah. I guess well, one, you had to do that. You had to do that in one, one too. Well, yeah, he rescued the princess, but that was cool though, because it like because there's like flowers everywhere and there's no monsters anymore, and you can yeah. So they did. I guess they did that in both of them. But yeah. two was pretty cool because like just suddenly you don't run into any. There's no more random battles, and there's you can just explore, and then every town you go to, even the priests and stuff are just like. Thank the goddess for you and your blessing and blah, blah, blah. So. Yeah. They did the same thing. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was a reference to Dragon Quest, but they did the same thing in Earthbound. When you beat Earthbound, you get to, like, walk home and talk to everybody in all the towns, and they'll talk yeah, to you about, like... through all that, all the way through that. You should. It's great. And it's very... Well, you'd find it very familiar because... I feel like Earthbound is heavily influenced by Dragon Quest. Big it time. was one of the first games I bought for my <laughs> Wii U, and I just never finished it. I got pretty far. Oh, that's another, Yeah, that's one you should play. Earthbound's awesome. It's, but at this point, I'd probably want to start it again. Yeah, it's written really In well. Fact, I'm thinking of it's my, super, uh, 3DS as It's well. super Dragon Quest-y. It's very, very influenced by Dragon Quest. But it's funny and well-written and great. All the characters are awesome. But anyway, like as far as Dragon Quest goes... I'm, uh, been playing a little bit of eight, but I forgot my uh, DS at Shauna's house, so I didn't have it for a few days. So mostly just been playing uh, Dragon Quest three whenever I'm playing. Uh, then of course, Murder by Numbers. We talked about that. Um, continue to play Resident Evil four. Uh, back to freaking escorting Ashley around again. So that's great. That uh. The murder of Lewis is always uh, pretty shocking in that spoiler alert. When and that that game's so funny because like all the all the like cinematics is like 
whatever you're doing, like suddenly a bad guy will show up and they'll just be like, I'm going to do something fucked up or I'm going to just say something fucked up to you. Then I'm just going to leave. You can just keep like doing whatever you're doing. Yeah. So like the final boss, Sadler shows up, kills Lewis and then just go, just walks away. Yeah. He's like, and now I'm going to go over here now. I'm going to go do whatever it is that I do. (laughs) But it was a lot more impressive back in the GameCube days, of course, but it's still a fun little game and I still like it. So, I'm still chugging along Resident Evil 4, maybe a much slower pace now, but just having it on the Switch, just switching between it in the midst of all the other games I'm playing is kind of fun. Uh, I messed with the settings in Witcher 3. Uh, I just got myself out of that mission I was stuck in, so now I'm like... Oh, good. I reverted, like <laughs> to an old save file, and now I'm just running around trying to gain some levels and maybe do some side quests, so... Yeah, I messed with the settings a little bit, and it does look a lot better. Like, I got rid of the bloom, like most of the bloom. Yeah, like the bloom and the blur and stuff like that makes it. Yeah, yeah. I think it looks. It just looks so much better without it. I think. I think it looks. Yeah, I think it looks pretty good. I haven't. I have not. Pretty cool game. I have not played it, but it's still like, or haven't played it lately. I'm like, it's still on my back burner. But all that I've all that I've done in Witcher is I've only done side quests. I feel like so. That's, I feel like that's what you're supposed to do on that. Just do all the side quests till you run out of side quests, and then go do other stuff. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I'm going to do for a while, because I didn't even realize that when you look at your quests, it tells you like recommended levels, and I'm nowhere near. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. Yes, it does. I think I might be level like three or something. Uh, Tetris 99, playing that some more because my 8-bit dough works again. My uh, G bro, as I talked yeah. about. What was that last week or the week before? I think it was last week. No, because it was yeah. the update. Yeah, the update, yeah, the fixed, update it. fixed him. Yeah. So continue to play that. It's great. And I placed, uh, I think I got 11th place earlier today. So there you go. It's nice. I'm getting a lot better places now that I have my G Bro back. Uh, a limiter boat duel. That game that came out on the uh, yeah. virtual console a little while ago. That or, game's you know, awesome. Whatever. Nintendo Online. Yeah, I'm on the final, the very final. Uh, Supposedly the final person. Yeah, he's really hard. And also, uh, when we we were talking about the, the the Nintendo Switch Online last week, and John was talking about how like he wanted more NES games on there. Yeah, I as far as I like, I looked, I looked at a whole list of Nintendo games, and as far as like Nintendo published games that aren't on there, like the only thing that isn't on there is like fucking Gyromite and, and like really bad ones that nobody wants. Yeah, like Gyromite and Duck Hunt and like Stadium Events. That's like the only thing that's like not on there. So they put all their shit on there that they that they have. It's all on there. Yeah, other than like the black box sports games or like pinball. All there. Yeah, I guess. uh, (laughs) I guess pinball. Yeah, pinball's not on there. But uh, but baseball's on there. We talked about it because it's so slow. Remember? Yeah. You said baseball. No, John's right, or rather, you're right. I mean, John wants more games, but I think all of the first-party stuff we've pretty much covered on the NES. Yeah, on the NES, and even the Super there. NES is getting is getting there. I mean, yeah, there's still there's still a good amount of stuff that's like there's no like Earthbound isn't on there, like mm-hmm. um you know so there's there's one I'm sure there's more for the straight up Nintendo stuff that isn't on there yet that should be so well but I'm sure we'll get more of that but boat duel did you make it did you make it all the way through i i think i thought no, i was I'm just the... at the end or i'm supposedly cuz like you fight this person 
this lady and she says like the next person you fight's the champion after me. Yeah, I, I got that I far got through too. Her, and so I'm on supposedly the champion. But that last round yeah. with him is pretty hard, so I I just haven't even gotten through it yet. Yeah, that I remember that last race being like long as fuck, and just like grueling. And I and I didn't I didn't beat it, but I got pretty close. And I just kind of gave up because it was just because it was so long. That's sort of where I'm at. Yeah, and that's that's because like right when it came out, I was just trying to blow through the whole game. And I thought I could, and then I just, and then we recorded, and I just forgot about it, didn't come back to it. But, but I've definitely been playing it with my NES controllers that I bought for the, the Switch. So yeah, it's a nice useless. little using the the rewind function and stuff is pretty fun. Uh, I'm still playing Dreams on the PS4, but I didn't really. Last week I said I was like working on creating a little bit, but this week mostly I just was playing stuff, and you know. The demos are maybe few and far between the ones that are engaging, but the ones that I do play end up playing for longer anymore. Because I think that just the longer this game exists, you know, you're going to get these more, these larger games and and more collaborative stuff. So it's still exciting just getting on. And nothing really jumps out at me this week, but I just know that I played a lot of like pretty impressive stuff, you know, more Animal Crossing type stuff (laughs) and Sonic and. Somebody did Bubsy 3D, and you know, like it's all in there. Like it's just like little proof of concept things that still really, really impressive. So, uh, still recommend that game if you don't, if you have a PS4 and you're looking for something along the lines of Mario Maker, but not quite that. Something in between, like Little Big Planet and Mario Maker. I would say it's like right in the middle there. Play Dreams. It's great. And even if you don't want to make stuff, there's just a ton of user creative content that's totally worth your time. And then lastly, Minecraft. I got back into Minecraft a little bit. On uh, uh on Switch, right? On Switch, yeah. I just booted it up because uh. I knew there'd been some updates. And I'll tell you what, like I started a whole new world. I call it I tried to call it uh Jizz Stain at first. I don't know why. I just wanted to call it Jizz Stain. <laughs> Ew. Well, you know, I was thinking, like, you know, creating the world, like... I mean, I had a war... I mean, my Animal Crossing town was called Astopia, so I can't really say anything. Right. I was just kind of, <laughs> like, I was thinking of this whole, like, creation, sort of, like, biological kind of, like, uh, gamete sort of thing. And so I ended up calling it Jizz, and then it was like, you can't call it Jizz. That's... Or it didn't say that. It was just like, this contains, like, an offensive phrase. Like, it wouldn't let me name it Jizz Stain. So I was like... I'm gonna name it Cum Stain, and it wouldn't let, let me name it Cum Stain either. So yeah, I'm sorry. This is getting. <laughs> I was feeling like really censored by Minecraft. It's not the way Minecraft used to be. They ended up naming it Qualm Stain. So like, you know, I got a qualm with the fact that they won't let me. Yeah, <laughs> that's Qualm Stain. You had a Qualm and, Stain. <laughs> and I actually played. I've probably played about an hour. Um, I found like a little like uh, cave. I I dug it out a little bit. Like made like a. It's on a beach. I've got like an all glass like wall looking out and I can watch the sunset and I've got a mine and I think I've found like 12 diamonds already, which is crazy. Usually it takes a lot longer to find diamonds, but I just got lucky. So I've actually like started to forge like a, a connection to the world where I want to play, but I've already seen like a bunch of mobs that I'd never seen before. Like this guy with like a couple of llamas that he's leading along and they're all kind of like dressed up in really bright brightly colored clothing like even the llamas like have like a a uniform kind of thing on and then like there was these weird like archers that came through that were trying to kill me but they weren't 
they didn't look like zombies or whatever. They had like giant like flags. So I don't know what all has been added to this game since I played it last, but I was just like, what the fuck is happening? But in the meantime, I've just been trying to find more diamonds and iron and just play it like I usually play it. Mm. Um, but a lot has changed since I played it last time. That's just the, the way this game is. So. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot more for you to explore then when you when you get back to it. Yeah. So yeah. New World Qualmstain, maybe eventually I'll put a video up over it. <laughs> I've just been messing around and, you know, seeing like what I can find just in my general vicinity and see like what they've done to improve it because, you know, all these games look so much better the longer they're out. And the more they're optimized to the Switch specifically. So I was kind of curious what Minecraft had done. And I don't know if it looks better, but it definitely still impresses me how well they've made it work on the Switch. Should and make it still, yeah. even it's been, you know, it's been several years now, but it still blows my mind that it's on a Nintendo console. So yeah, like a relatively packed week for me in video games, even though I really only purchased those two. But I will next week. I will have bought Animal Crossing. It will be on my Switch as of this time next week. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we won't we won't be able to talk about it on our next show because it comes out on Friday. But the one after that will be our Animal Crossing episode. And it's so nice, like with all of the terrible things happening in the world. It's nice that we have Animal Crossing coming out at least. And <laughs> One, social games, so like. We can still talk to each other. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to. I was going to post something like that on Twitter, being like, "With all the bullshit in the world, at least we have this ray of sunshine called Animal Crossing." But I was afraid I might jinx that, and then it would get delayed due to due to coronavirus for some reason. Well, I don't think it will be. I mean, people have already downloaded it. <laughs> yeah, you could preload. <laughs> I guess it. the servers could be. I guess. The I mean, maybe some of the physical stuff might make might not make it. I don't know. But but that digital one better better make it. I know Jess Jess already bought and loaded hers on her Switch, so she yeah, has. I'm going to do that this week. She has Animal Crossing ready to go. I have not got mine yet, just because I have this terrible time with uh, memory on my Switch. So, <laughs> but I'm I'm going to get it. I'm obviously going to get it. You know, before next week. So I just need to just figure out delete some shit and figure out a way to do it you know yeah same here cool all right well if that's all that we've been playing we can take a break and talk about the end of the world when we get back sounds terrible sounds scary Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. 
Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show? Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and... Hey, Mario, let go! He's throwing us back to the show! So long, gay Bowser! Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast! Game over! Virus has come to the video game world officially in a big, big way with the news this week. Here is the news. I promise you, it's the news. I guess we could start off at the big one. E3 is officially canceled. E3's gone. E3 is gone. I, I, I mean, I figured that was going to happen. It's a. Uh, I know people, I mean, people say shit about E3 every year and say, like, oh, I'm not going to E3 this year, blah, blah, blah. Like, E3 will be canceled eventually. But now it really is because of, uh, yeah, because of this crazy outbreak, pandemic, whatever. I think they officially referred to it as a pandemic today, yeah. So, E3 is canceled, but I think think we're still going to get a Nintendo spotlight out of it, you know? I mean, because they can still do that easily. Because they don't have to, they're not, you know. But I am going to miss, I'm going to miss like whatever the big Nintendo presentation would be there. You know, it's cool that they still do like their big, you know, their big displays of like whatever the big game is and all that. I love seeing the journalists like wandering around and like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never been able to be there physically. And, you know, we had the year where John was trying to get us on there there, and he was and uh, he was able to see some stuff and like describe it to us and get some photos and stuff. So, yeah, I feel like, uh. Yeah, I feel like there are a couple of years where I like almost maybe would have gone or thought I had a lead that maybe could get me there, but we didn't get there. This was a year where I could have maybe gone. Yeah. Well, I could probably I could probably maybe go too, but it's what I'm really going to miss though is the it's just like all the treehouse coverage and all that. Like I love that shit. Yeah. I love watching like them demo whatever game is, you know, on the horizon and it, and I like how they do those little like the little cutaways where it just shows just like what you were saying, where it just shows like their setups and people just walking around, you know, taking pictures of big giant Luigi statues or or like maybe it would probably be too late, but I'd say like, you know, like the big 
like the Animal Crossing, like the houses and the water and all that. It's like, I mean, it's definitely Christmas, you know. It's Christmas for those of us that crave video game news and, like, excitement. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, creative propaganda and stuff. Like, it's all present there, like, in spades. And, like, we get to witness it, like, in, as a delusion. We know, like, those couple of days every summer, we can just, like, it's going to be E3 and we can just, like, zone out. Like, that's kind of how I am, at least. I'm just, mm-hmm. like, that's all I, I care about for those couple of days is what's happening at E3, like. And it's awesome, and it's going to be weird missing that this year because I'm always counting down the months to E3. I'm like, June's, you know, three months away now. We're so close, and well, they should just. Yeah. Uh, it will just, you know, let the people leak it without it actually happening. We'll just have. And we've the... had all these pre- <laughs> these predictions about what we we're going to see at E3. Yeah, we were all wrong. Yeah, we'll just have we'll just have somebody just leak it, and that's how we'll get it. You know, we we just won't actually see the real thing. It'll just be it'll just be everybody being like, "Oh, this is going to happen in D three, but E three isn't happening now." I mean, so, I so they'll said just on tell Twitter, us. I said, yeah. uh, "Let's just simulate all these big video game events within Animal Crossing." Yeah, because <laughs> we'll all have these games that we can play online, and uh, Nintendo can modify the environment so they can just make it whatever convention it needs to be. But I'd be really surprised if they don't still do a video though, because they, they can because they can do that. They can still. They can still show their E3 video. I'll just, I'll, I will just miss all the treehouse stuff, all the treehouse stuff that comes after that. And as you've known for the past couple of years, they've been doing it where they show us the video, and then there's more announcements throughout the day and the treehouse stuff. And I always thought that was cool. I think there will be more. I mean, I think every major publisher, or rather, every you know, especially every major like console producer or whatever, is going to do a presentation mm. and. I think it's going to be a little less competitive, though, because, you know, they're going to go for around the time of E3. For whatever reason, that's the time that's worked the best every year. So they're still going to want their news to come out around that time, but they're not going to be competing for, like, this is Xbox Day, this is PlayStation Day. You know, they can just kind of release their news whenever. And, like, so it's going to be more of a smattering of news, and it might be even more exciting. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, people can still do, like, video presentations. I think it'd be really cool if Nintendo, like, did a treehouse, like, in like in New York or something. You know, wherever, where they could still do, like, some demo stuff, but they'll just do it, like, at home, you know, instead of at E3. Yeah. It'd be cool to just be, like, showing like showing off whatever they announce. You know, whatever it'll the big game like is. It'll just be, like, a Sakurai plan Smash. It'll just be every developer doing that. Yeah, yeah. As a video. Yeah, I'd like to see that. I mean, and there's still not there's still not really like a big game aside from like Zelda, you know, if that's going to be Zelda 2, if that's going to be it, but there's not not really a big thing on the horizon for Nintendo as of right now that we know of. Oh, there's there's right. a New Horizon. Oh, yeah. Well, New Horizon, but that's like next week. I mean, like throughout I mean like through the through the Christmas, you know, through the holidays and all that. Like their big with their big stuff is past New Horizon. I mean, New Horizon is Mar- is in March. Like, what's 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 going to be for the next like nine months after that for Nintendo? Yeah, you know? I mean, they're keep they're playing their hand close to their chest or whatever it is they say. Like, it's almost like they knew there'd be all this crazy crap happening. Yeah, but surely they didn't. But their fiscal year is over at the end of this month, so they've got to. There's going to have to get a show something after that. Yeah. Well, and and there's still there's still rumors flying around about there being like a direct like this week or next week. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm at the point where I don't believe any of it, but that's, I mean, there's got to be a direct some week, right? Exactly. So <laughs> any week, someone's going to be right because yeah. it's being predicted every week. So. Yeah. But, well, we could just kind of, I guess we could just run through all the stuff that's happening with the coronavirus. So e- we said E3 is canceled. Um, this is non, this is actually non-Tendo, but I want to mention it anyway, because it's kind of a crazy thing. So uh, the coronavirus is affecting like sports stuff too. I mean, I guess it's video game adjacent, but it is like, uh, so the NCAA tournaments are going to be, they're going to have like a crowdless. There's going to have no crowd. They're going to be playing in a court. Insane. And actually, apparently uh, wrestling is going to do the same thing is what I heard. Also the whole NBA season yeah. got postponed. Like WWE and AEW are planning on doing like events with no crowds. That's crazy. <laughs> no signs. I mean, what I just don't see how like the they're going to perform at the same level without the, without without the cheers and all that. It's going to you're def- cheers. I mean, you're definitely going to miss like I guarantee that you're going you're going to miss like the the audience participation in wrestling. It's going to be You're not going to have a squirrel run across the field. Like there's no squirrels. It's going to be a sterile re- environment. It's going to be really weird. The squirrel not shows gonna... up. You, there's <laughs> yeah. a bunch of guys in hazmat suits going to show up. Yeah, it's not going to be cute. It's going to be strange. It's going to be real strange because like people are just going to come out and it's just going to be like to nothing, unless they're going to put like a fake cheer in there. I don't know. It'd be like and Scott. I know Scotty Pippen doesn't play anymore. And Scotty Pippen, and then like no, it's like canned laughter from like Dick Van Dyke <laughs> show or something. Like, yeah. What do you do? You don't have like anyone caring about you. Yeah. It's crazy. You like, like every, pipe yeah. in audio from people's microphones as they're watching it online. Yeah. yeah put some streamers on there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, yeah. Do you just have like, Hey, it's your boy, whatever. Let's uh, go Scotty Pippen. No. It's your uh, boy, Scotty Pippen boy. Yeah. And not even that, like uh, what South by Southwest has been canceled. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, know, I know the, uh, the St. Patty's Day parade in Chicago has been canceled, which I thought that was pretty huge. Because that's a big thing every year, and they shut that. The SoCal down. Retro Gaming Convention. SoCal Retro is canceled. As far as we know, the Midwest Gaming Classic, which we have uh, been to for the past like six or seven years, um, maybe not that much, but we've been there a lot. Uh, You've been still, there the past six years. This will be my fifth. Yeah, they're, they're still they're still prattling on on that one. They say they say that they're still they they say that they know that they got good health people on it. And that it's going to be safe. They're still not throwing in the towel yet on that. But and they're but they are saying that if for some reason you can't make it, you can use their ticket for next year, which is an interesting thing. That, Very interesting. That, that a rollover they, rather than like, I think they would rather not eat all the cost and refund all the ticket prices if it's yeah. avoidable. Like, hopefully, the people that wanted to go will just hold on to their ticket, and then mm-hmm. that capital will remain in their account yeah but i'm wondering i'm wondering if people are going to start are going to like pull their plans like it's like it's like retronauts not going to be there maybe or like i don't know some whatever celebrities maybe might not be there yeah they gotta go they gotta go kind of far i mean of course we'll keep up to date and that's actually that's like less than a month away is that and especially well yeah like i didn't even realize coming sneaking up here john posted this on the uh the slack unfortunately john couldn't be here, but yeah, like people that are flying internationally, like from Europe to be there to represent their companies or whatever, like officially today, they can't do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Because of, of the 30 day. Yeah. See from Europe. Yeah. Because we got that 30 day ban thing going on. So that's what's happening with that. 
I don't know. It's it's crazy. It's everybody's yeah. It's a it's a crazy world out there. So we're kind of preparing ourselves for the worst in that regard. That uh, MGC is going to be canceled. And I really hope it's not. But there's these things like as far out as like you know in June and like I mean I think the Portland Portland Retro Gaming Expo is one of the biggest ones in the country as far as like an MGC type event. And uh, that it got pushed up to August. It used to be in September, I believe, but it's supposed to be in August. So we should hear pretty soon what they're going to do about that one. But if that one gets canceled in the next couple of weeks, then we can pretty much plan on the Midwest Gaming Classic one getting canceled as well. Which which say. one was that? Oh, oh the Portland. Uh, Portland? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that one's not canceled yet. No. And okay. it's not until August. So were it canceled, then we would know we were fucked. Yeah, we well, really we really don't want it to be canceled, but of course we also don't want to die. So yeah, but I mean E three is like July though. I mean E3 that's almost June. there. Oh, is it June? All right. Yeah, close enough. Right. Well, I mean that's two months after MGC, so it's not looking great. But with the exception of maybe some sort of like cure or some sort of vaccines discovered soon mm. for the specific. Thing, well, then I don't know. That's, I mean, that from what I heard, it's going to take like a minute. It's going to take like a year or two, year and a half. And most people will probably be exposed to the virus by that time. It's, I mean, it's uh, already in your town. It's already probably in my town. It's shown up in Bloomington, so it's, it's definitely in my town. Champagne by now. It's definitely yeah. in Chicago. It's for sure. There's like, there's like, there's like eight cases or something like that here. It's ridiculous. But um, let's just continue on through our lovely trip of death here um so nintendo nintendo is uh that has a lot of employees working from home due to coronavirus letting employees stay home and work the turbo graphics 16 mini has been delayed due to the coronavirus i I thought it was funny that i mean it's funny and kind of cool that amazon japan has added pokemon anime to their to i guess their amazon streaming thing so there's some free anime for you to watch while you're at home in Japan. <laughs> well, while you're dealing with all that shit. This uh I, this other one's worth watch, worth looking at looking at also even though it's incredibly frightening. Uh UK researchers offering 4.6k and unlimited video games to get infected with coronavirus. What? I mean, unlimited video games is only so much if you're going to die in like a week. That's all I'm saying. So they want you to basically they, they basically be quarantined and infected. Yeah, they, they're they're yeah they're basically going to give you like almost five thousand dollars <laughs> plus games to yeah infect you and be tested. It basically looks like they want you to you want want you to volunteer to let them put the coronavirus in you and do tests on you, and in exchange for that, you get some money and some games. Yeah. Sounds like a bad deal to me. Uh, don't don't take that deal. That's a uh, I mean, if it were here, I might do it. I don't know. It's like uh, I used to. I used to apply for these like sleep studies in Chicago, where they pay you like two thousand dollars, and they like, and you go to like a lab, and they like monitor your sleep habits and stuff like that. It kind of it kind of reminds me of that, but like a much worse version of that. That that ends up with you getting this awful disease that's killing people. I mean, that was just a sleep study, but still. And I would never. I would never qualify for. I don't know what whatever reason. You had to go through all these different, all these various tests and stuff, and I couldn't even get through the written part. So whatever. I think it's, I think it's because I was smoking at the time, probably. But that is a whole different thing. 
I, I mentioned earlier about the latest direct rumors. Um, according to Nintendo Life, they're saying UK-based retailer Game, <laughs> that's their name, wow, real original there, guys, Game may have lifted the lid on the Nintendo Direct presentation. They say that, so this is the newest rumor, is that we will get an indie video on the 18th and that we will get an official Nintendo Direct on the 26th of March. What do you think about that? I think that it'll. we're going to get something by the end of the month because of the fiscal year. Yeah. So, I mean, that'll give us more stuff to talk about. We would have a we would have an indie to, an indie to talk about next week if that does happen. There's a good chance they've already recorded a lot of yeah. this stuff. I would hope. And Here's, maybe they're just like resting on it. There's a there's another rumor that I wanted to mention in here while we're in there. Just because I've said many times that I don't think there's a Tony Hawk game coming out, but apparently an Aussie band, an Australian band, says that they've recorded some stuff for a new Tony Hawk game. What they said they it said it just licensed five songs for a Tony Hawk 2020 game. I wonder which I wonder which band that was. Oh, the the Death Set is what they're called, and they tweeted just licensed five just licensed five songs to Tony Hawk 2020 game. You'll be hearing this soon. The Death Set. I don't remember seeing them on any Tony Hawk game, but but yeah, there's there's more maybe evidence to that to to a Tony Hawk game. Also announced some I, I don't know who I don't know who said they were going to do it. Coro Coro. Oh, this month's issue of Coro Coro. Apparently there is a new game in development for the Switch that is said to be a new action game epic to follow in the style of to follow Splatoon and Fortnite. It's supposed to be like something that's pushing the limits of the Switch and is like an online multiplayer shooter thing. There's no, there's no like developer or anything about it, but whatever. That's another one. What else do we nice. have on there? Uh, we talked about the NBA suspending. Yeah, no. Yeah, the NBA suspending the entire season. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, right. That's that's ridiculous. Shit's getting real out here. Mm-hmm. And by out here, I mean world. Yeah. <laughs> by here, you mean the whole place. The but whole on, goddamn world. But Everybody's on the quarantined. On the brighter side of things, we got some deals out there. Uh, the Mar 10, March 10th sale. It's a real still, thing this year. It's still happening. It's uh, it's it's kind of weird. It's like four games, some weird four games on here. It's from what I can tell, it's at it's at Target and it's on the eShop, and it's only going till it's going till the 14th. So if you're catching this as it's premiered. You will still have one day to do it, but Super Mario Maker 2, Yoshi's Crafted World, um, Super Mario and Sonic at the Olympics, and Mario Party are all $20 off. So I think that's pretty good. I mean, I, I recommend, I'd recommend three of those games. Yeah. For you. Mario Party, I thought about it, but. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all of them except for the, I mean, surprise, surprise, the Olympics one. But uh, no, I think all the other ones are great for forty dollars. I mean, Yoshi's Crafted World is a really good game. Uh, Super Mario Party, lots of fun in that. Forty bucks. I was, uh, I almost got. I mean, I thought about getting Super Mario Maker Two for Jess for her Switch for forty bucks. That's thirty nine ninety nine. But yeah, we we saw we saw the physical versions of it at Target while we were there, and it's in the eShop also. So it's weird that they didn't like that. Like Mario Odyssey is like older than all those games and it's not on sale. That is weird. And like 
I found it kind of weird that you wasn't on sale. Super Mario U. I don't know. There's a lot of other Mario games, or like, or like Mario Kart Eight by. Oh, which I guess there is one deal. If you go to Target and you buy Mario Kart Eight physical, you get a free plastic wheel thing for it. Whoop de fucking do. <laughs> I, don't want, I don't want one of those things. But yeah, no, I, I did see that that was their sale. That was their their uh, Mario Kart Eight sale. It's like, uh, cool, cool guys. Nice, uh, but it's really weird. Yeah, Mario Kart Eight being the oldest one of all those games. Why the fuck is that one not on sale? I don't understand. It is a strange selection, but there are also games that haven't gone on sale much. So yeah, but they are. I mean, like I said, three of them are three of them are good. Three of them are definitely worth forty bucks. I'll tell you that. I mean, the Mario Party one, obviously, if you have people to play with. If you don't, and you just want to play single player, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you got if you got people that want to party, then that can be fun. And uh, but definitely, definitely Yoshi and Mario Maker too. I think both of those are great. They're great games. What else? Uh, I guess Wii U got some new games. People have not forgotten about the beautiful system of the Wii U. I could boot up my Wii U and take a take a look at it. That's strange. Finding Teddy Two is on there. What's and shoot a shoot 'em up collection. Yeah, and a shoot 'em up collection. And I guess Mega Man X Three was was released on Wii U. I mean, this was way before, but I didn't know that in the uh, Game Boy Advance game, so that's pretty cool. As far as far as like new Switch games, the only one I really know of is uh, Murder by Numbers, which we got. You know, the one that's as of note for this for this week. I haven't seen much else aside from well, I mean, all that stuff's next week where we got the where you got the uh, Doom and the other shit. Um, I know I know there's a game that John picked up for five cents, but we'll let him talk about that whenever he returns to the show. Seems about right. Yeah. Yeah, the Martin. Martin, three, four. What about uh one of the Martin out uh headlines was that Nintendo and Lego teased some sort of collaboration. Yeah, what's up with that? We don't really know what it is. People are pretty much set in thinking that it's an actual physical Lego set, but maybe it's a Nintendo-based Lego World game. I don't know because they've already sort of done like a collaboration with Minecraft. Isn't that what, doesn't mean they wouldn't do it with another. I what, guess they did what they did some collaboration with the Lego. Wasn't there like a Lego Zelda thing, or, or at least, or at least it was rumored. I don't know. I remember what, was seeing, the, what was the Lego Dimensions? Lego Dimensions, like Nintendo did some stuff with that, right? Oh yeah, I mean it was on Wii U, like like yeah. Lego Dimensions was. But wasn't there like a Bowser? No, that was Skylanders. No, oh, yeah, Skylanders had the Bowser and and the Donkey Kong had a Bowser and okay, Donkey Kong. Okay. Their amiibo. Well, I guess they were before amiibo. Whatever, whatever the fuck they call their things. It was. Uh, <laughs> they had one of those. But anyway, I. I mean, I'm still like, just from whatever video they posted, I was like, is it like a weird Lego thing you just put your phone in? Because it had like a weird, like, very pixelated looking screen on it. And... Yeah, I, it it looked it looked weird. I don't. So I, don't I did. Know. I, I was kind of like, is Lego just like gonna make some sort of like. Mario mobile game that incorporates the Lego somehow. I mean, whatever. Like, let's get some Lego. Let's get some Mario Legos. I'm into it. I'll buy. I'll buy a little set. <laughs> I'm not gonna get super into it or nothing because I'm sure that, that shit's gonna exp- be expensive real quick. Mm-hmm. Just like the Minecraft ones were, but I would get a little, you know, a little Mario set where I can make like a a Goomba and a mushroom or something. Sure. Yeah. I I swear I saw something about it. A- Maybe somebody just said they thought it was coming out, but I thought I saw something about a 
a Lego Zelda thing. Was it? A, I, I would do want to mention this this Pooplers game. So there was a new game announced, according to comes from Nintendo Life, but uh, apparently, so there's a game called Pooplers, mm-hmm. which is basically Splatoon, but you're ba- you're babies and you're like pooping different ink on the ground and trying to cover the most territory with your ink poop. And that just was like so abstract that I felt like it needed to be mentioned on here. It's just another one of those weird ass like indie Nintendo Switch things. I, I hopefully I hope you've seen this video. It's just ba- it totally looks like Splatoon but slower with babies walking around with this little like ink with these uh, ink lines coming out of them. That's supposed to be yeah. Cool. I saw it. I I didn't really want to dignify it with looking at it, but I kind of gathered. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want pooplers <laughs> you know what i almost like and it was before we uh i'm kind of interested recorded in the episode last week there's a game and it's not exactly the same thing but it's just another weird game similarly that grabbed my attention which was the ski sniper or as i call it oh, yeah. homicidal maniac simulator oh yeah where you can shoot skiers when they jump over the ramp yeah and not only does it just like do they just provide a target but like it shows you like what organs you hit and like ranks you based on like how lethal your shot was. Oh wow! So I mean, they're probably gonna die anyway, no matter where you hit them, because they're gonna fall all weird. But I almost got that game just because it was so weird. But I just, I don't know. I don't think I would enjoy it. I, I don't think the one-off mechanic of the game would be entertaining for very long. And that's sort of what I think about Pooplers from what I saw. Of it. <laughs> it. I mean, it all kind of depends on like. The price, I guess, of it, right? I mean, if it's... But, you know, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe Pooplers will be the next, you know, smash hit. I mean, Ski Sniper is like $4 right now. I mean, so that's... I feel like you're going to get your $4 worth on that. Well, I would have gotten it pretty much for free, but I ended up using the... uh, Yeah. That credit towards Dragon Quest three. You made a better choice. I did. Than Ski Sniper. (laughs) You'll definitely get more than $5 out of that. In fact, if I hadn't bought the Murder by Numbers, I would have just been super frugal this week. But I really wanted that game. That game has been on my radar for a while. Murder by Numbers? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's worth noting that today was the 25th anniversary of Chrono Trigger. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of uh, End of the World. Yeah. 1999-80. When when they originally uh, said that Lavos is going to kill us all. So that's kind of cool. Um, not surprising that it's that old. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, also, not surprising that it's that old. The, right. Yeah. Yeah. Chrono Trigger. That should be. Uh, that's something that should be re-released on Switch. Something worth that we definitely got to mention because I we alluded to it at the beginning of the show was the GameStop. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a big one. Actually, let's hold up on that one for one second. I do want to mention one anniversary for John since he's not here. Uh, March 10th of this week was the 11th anniversary of Mad World. It was a game that John's mentioned many times on the show. So, uh, yeah, Mad World from from Platinum Games, 11 years, yeah, since that black and white Wii game, which uh, which we actually did. Redwood. We talked about it on one of our obscure episodes way, way back in the beginning. But yeah, it has an, has an excellent soundtrack. Uh, you can put five street signs in one guy's head. It's, it's great. But yeah, 11 years for Mad World. 
But yeah, let's let's talk about this. Is actually kind of a pretty big story here. I really, I actually, I still can't believe it happened. But Reggie Fizeme, who uh, we, we thought had retired, turns out he has not retired, and he has decides that now he's working on the board of directors of GameStop. Is that what's happening? Is that, yeah. Am I right in that? Uh, why? <laughs> I thought he had retired. This, is it like one of those things where he's like, oh, maybe I'll try to do something for them and see how where that goes? Because I thought he was done. Well, he's I thought been, he was done working. I mean, he was brought into Pizza Hut and to and I I know Pizza Hut and uh, Nintendo specifically were both brought in to like turn the company around in some way or to like appeal to a new market or to like incorporate like a new strategy to to uh, boost the company. So he and my reference at the top of the show was like, I'll take two square feet of store credit because he brought the Bigfoot pizza to Pizza Hut. Mm. And that was his like big contribution that sort of helped them like gain some mainstream hype, mainstream hype again, I guess, because the commercials were really exciting. And people thought of two square feet of pizza as being this crazy large amount, which I mean, it's a big pizza, but I always thought it was too big. <laughs> 12 by 12 inches by. That's yeah. I don't know. That's a, that's what I thought about the Bigfoot pizza. I'm like too much pizza for me. Sorry, not interested. Way too much pizza. Yeah, but anyway. So I was like, well, what? <laughs> like the, I've already seen the jokes online. It was like Nintendo tr- or uh, GameStop gave Nintendo three dollars and fifty cents for Reggie, or like eighteen hundred store credit, or you know what I mean. So yeah, I, I saw I saw a meme somewhere, and I do kind of relate to this of like. They're like, Nintendo fanboys hate GameStop. And then, like, it's like, now Reggie works for GameStop. Nintendo fanboys love GameStop. It's like, I still don't really like GameStop. I've, I've, I've talked about it many times before that I got a lot of, I got a lot of hard, got a lot of shit from GameStop employees about buying Nintendo games in the past. And that's where I was kind of like, fuck them when they, when they went under. I didn't really care that much. There was one manager that, had it that actually the GameStop doesn't exist anymore, but that was pretty cool. There's one that I talked to that was a Nintendo fan, but most of them like I got a whole lot of shit for buying like GameCube games and stuff like that. So I really was not that sad when they said that they were going under. But I mean, if I guess if anybody can save you, it's Reggie, right? I mean, when Reggie was brought to Nintendo, they were kind of not doing great, I guess. You know, and when he when he did the whole like I you know I kick ass and. Nintendo has games and all that. That was when they, and that was had, yeah, that was something that was written for him. That right? was that. Uh, wasn't it the Blue Ocean strategy? Wasn't that what he brought with him? The, well, like, the Blue Ocean strategy was we was we times, but that might have been yeah, that might have been his thing that he said. But when but I but that when he was when we first saw him and he said like the whole like I'm kicking ass and all that. That was that great E3 year where like we saw like Metroid Prime Two and like Twilight Princess and like all these like. A whole lot of like Nintendo, you know, great like hardcore Nintendo stuff shown in E three. Was that like two thousand five, two thousand four? I thought it. I thought it was two thousand three. Maybe it was two thousand four. I don't know. We 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 talked about it before. It was like it was the big E three that was like, yeah, it had all this cool stuff. I even made a DVD about it. Yeah, yeah, that was that was when he started. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he would do to bring GameStop around. But if he can, you know, if anybody can do it, Reggie can do it, right? He would be the one to make them less jerky. I mean, successful. Well, and think about it, you know, because he went from pizza. I mean, he was doing this like, obviously, it was still at a corporate level, but he was doing very different types of 
company consulting, whatever you want to call it, when they bring someone in to like help fix things, it's like kind of consultation. But mm-hmm. um, you know, at least he's already had this career in video games for so long. So yeah, it's not quite the same thing, but I'm sure in some ways he was involved in marketing with. Oh sure, yeah, Nintendo. So marketing for GameStop, who sells video games. Yeah, he's already gonna know like a big chunk of their of their catalog from his Nintendo connection. He can help them out. Yeah, wish him the best, Reggie. Go do what you can. I do want to talk about the Nintendo. So, what became of the Nintendo PlayStation? Because I don't think we ever mentioned that. So, the Nintendo PlayStation, which we have seen a couple times at the MGC. Jeremy has pictures with it and all that. Yeah, we have interacted with this goddamn thing. Yeah, so uh, it ended up selling for three hundred sixty thousand, which is way less than like the offers that they got. Right? Didn't like somebody offer them over a million for it? Yeah, supposedly they were offered over a million for it once. Yeah, and they and they probably thought you know what the smart thing would be is to put it in an auction. They're like, well, maybe we'll get more from the auction and. They didn't. <laughs> they got they got much less, three hundred sixty thousand. But it's a. Uh, but the people that bought it, they're planning on like putting it in a museum or something, right? Is what I heard. I am pretty surprised that it went for what it went. Like, yeah. not that I don't think that's an astronomical amount of money. That's mm-hmm. a lot for a, for what that is. Like, damn, that's a lot of money. Yeah. But it's so rare. Like. I don't know. It just doesn't seem. Oh well, the number it crossed three hundred thousand. What within the first week? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you thought it was going to be multiple times that amount, and it barely what? It barely cleared three forty. What did it go for? Three sixty. Yeah, yeah, three hundred sixty thousand. But uh, the guy who bought it, he said he told Forbes that he's planning to create a museum featuring right. his vast collection of video games. So maybe it went to a good cause. And also, not not to mention uh, the guy who had it, he who had the who had the Nintendo PlayStation. He bought it for seventy five dollars. So three hundred sixty thousand dollars from seventy five is quite is quite a gain there. So there Absolutely. you go. I mean, there, and, and not to mention all the like traveling he got to do with it. He basically just had this thing that everyone wanted to see, like globally, and he just got to travel with it. And so he had a pretty cool run with it and i think that's probably sort of his view of it but mm-hmm. it is still kind of like i just expected it to sell for a lot more oh yeah no we've got that kind of money to throw around you know i mean me too There's i figured people out there but yeah i figured it would sell for over a million like I, I totally thought that would happen if they took it to the right auction but yeah i guess it's been tampered with i don't know if that has anything to do with it i doubt it because the people who messed with it were pretty professional but they probably, it is well documented that the thing was opened up and parts were replaced. Well, they probably had to mess with it a little bit to get it to work, right? They did. He had uh, Ben Heck had it. Well, I think mostly he just replaced all the c- capacitors, but mm-hmm. still, like it wasn't the original, completely original stuff. But still, I don't know. Like it's still a completely one of a kind item. So I'm surprised. But you know what? If uh, Terry's happier now. He doesn't have to deal with it anymore, and he can pay off some debts and be happy, and good for him and his family. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, I mean, it's a good amount of change there. 
definitely worth having. So apparently 2K is going to start making NFL games again. I only wanted to mention that just because I hope that means that they're going to bring a fucking football game to Switch because we don't have any. I mean, I guess we do. We have like some, uh, some like SNK arcade stuff and like Tech Mobile and shit like that, but we don't have like an official like NFL game on the Switch. So I don't, I don't think they actually said that they would, that it would come to Switch, but I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, do what EA won't do, you know, bring it over. Do what EA don't. Something like that. We just need a football game on the Switch. Yeah. I like to see that. Well, Mutant League football. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got that. But I mean, like an NFL, like a straight up NFL one that has regular, you know, regular teams and all that. Like official teams. Yeah, I don't know if it was, if I could figure out how to play it, I would be interested in it. Because I do like football a lot. I just suck at the games, (laughs) the football games. But if I could figure out Mm -hmm. how to play one, then maybe. I just need a Blitz on there. Blitz was the only one I really know how to play because it's so simple. And like Tech Mobile, you know. And that Rolly, that trackball one that we played. That was pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> that one was cool. Yeah, Tech Mobile is cool. I want to talk, uh, I want to talk about one more thing. Uh, we got some new news for Doom 64 on the Switch. They're saying uh, that, that there will be a new chapter and new options, which... What I say to this is they need to make they need to make it easier to get to the secret levels on here because they made it pretty damn complicated. Like it involves like a code that you have to put in and like and if you mess it up one time you can't get there. And if you don't unlock all of the secret levels, the last level will be extremely hard because you need to beat the secret levels to stop the portals that are shooting all these demons at you in the very last part of the game, so they should really just make those secret levels easier to get to, because you need you need a guide because it's like very, it's like a very, a very specific thing that you have to do, and if you don't know how to do it through a guide, you'd never figure it out. There's no way that like tells you what to do. So, that's my two cents on Doom sixty four. I love the game, but make it easier to get to those secret levels because you have to get to the secret levels in order to make that last level like able to be beat. So. When is Doom 64? It's coming out pretty soon, isn't it? I think it's still coming out on the 20th with uh, Animal Crossing. Nice. And it's going to be like $5, so fucking get it, everyone. It's fun. It's a fun game. I'm getting both of them. That's sure. right. It's coming out as the same day as Doom on uh, yeah. the other consoles. I think it's because it, it's supposed to – it was supposed to be like part of a pre-sale for the, for the new Doom, but since the new Doom has like no release date for the Switch yet – I figure that's just going to be like the placeholder for that or whatever. It's just going to be like, well, here's Doom 64. You could play that, you know. So that'll be that'll be my, uh, you know, Doom and Animal Crossing thing that I do. It'll just be, hey, Doom 64 and Doom. And I'll just wait for Doom Eternal whenever it comes around on Switch. I can't believe that was supposed to be, that was supposed to come out at the end of last year. And remember that? <laughs> that, was the, that was the plan. And it's just... Uh, delayed so much and i'm still not even sure how i mean i'm sure they'll make it work and they said that they made it work but i just like to see it like see how it is there's they've uh i feel like they've been able to stretch out the switch power like a lot more since they since the first doom was on there that first year so now that we have like the witcher and other shit on there that you know Maybe they can they figure out more stuff, more uh, tricks they can do to make it to make it run well and all that stuff. 
But I think the Switch is definitely the little system that can. It definitely is. Yeah, your little portable that can do what it can. And it's three years old, and it still feels like a new console. It does. It doesn't really feel that old. Why? Maybe because of its handheld aspect, and mm-hmm. and it, and it's really it's what I play more than anything. And I really don't. I'm not bored with it at all in any way. There's plenty of stuff. There's hours and hours of stuff that I have not pl- that I have not played that I really really want to. So I still have an incredible backlog that I'm very excited about playing more of. So plenty of stuff to do but i think i think that is our episode for the week that's our episode 210 thank you everybody for listening yeah i did want to say like one last thing uh because i mentioned it in my as my middle name um the whole world might be uh quarantined soon italy's locked down all these different game companies are talking about having people work from home uh there's a bill put in front of congress to make sure everybody was you know assured two weeks of of pay if their job shut down or whatever, which I think that bill got shut down in the Senate. But of course, it needless did. to say, uh, yeah, of course, if the world did. comes to a grinding halt. If nothing else, I know I have my doomsday backlog. Oh yes, I'll be at home. I'll be playing Xenoblade Chronicles X, and I'll, the world <laughs> will be falling apart around me. And I'll be like, I knew there's a reason I didn't finish this game. And you'll be like, Hey, look. There's a gold mine <laughs> over there. I mean, it's all that's all about a destroyed world and whatnot. So you know, it's, fit, it's fitting. You know, you could even you know go, what? yeah, you could even go back to Xenoblade Chronicles two. I know you have that game on Switch. I do. I have you to go back to that one. But I there's still a part of me that does want to like try to figure out that game because so many people liked it and. And it's My another backlog is so huge. It's I've another got, like I've giant GameCube games. It's another like giant uh, RPG, you know. Yeah, yeah. but no, but I, I've been saying like, man, if I if I got like tossed to an island somewhere and I didn't have to make money and it would and it was like some fantastic situation where all I could do is just eat food and play games or whatever, and I just had my Switch, I would have a lot to play there. Yeah, because I still have, you know, I, I still never, never beat Pokemon. I still have, uh, still got Fire Emblem, still got The Witcher, still got Luigi's Mansion, still got pretty much my top ten favorite games of last year to get through. So you know, it's, it's that number one just took all my time. The Dragon Quest did, but it was worth it. That was 125 hours. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening to us. And you know, if you if you find yourself in the situation of a quarantine. You can always uh, drop us a dollar on Patreon, and you can get 14 new episodes of Nintendo Made Podcasts that you have not heard before to help you stave off some more of that cabin fever that you're having at home. And of course, you know, you can listen to our back episodes, too. We have over 200, so there's a lot to listen to if you get stuck at home and you just yeah, this is episode 210. don't know what to do, and you were playing a game and you're tired of the soundtrack or something, you need somebody to tell you about Nintendo stuff, go back to the beginning, man. See how much we've changed over the years. <laughs> when we all how had, our voices have when we didn't, the times. When we didn't have mics and all that stuff. But yeah, <laughs> uh, if you want to yeah, find our stuff, uh, NintendoMadePodcast.com or check us out at uh, Nintendo underscore domain, a Twitter, or JMAX stack, uh, twitch.tv slash Nintendo Main Podcast, youtube.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Uh, Jeremy should put some Minecraft stuff on there. We need some new stuff for our YouTube. That'd be, that'd actually be 
a fun thing to put up there because you actually got some good traffic on those on those Minecraft videos. So should should uh, get that up there. And if you wanna and you wanna help us out with Patreon, you can go to patreon.com slash podcast and you will find it there. We've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. And I'm Jeremy Wachowski. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to us. And I hope that you will be fine. Yeah, stay stay aw- safe, stay healthy, and stay away from I'm that. I'm not even going to tell you what to do with your hands. Stay away from that COVID shit. Get away from Please it. Please do. Yeah. Anyway, see you next time. See ya. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh... Use your CPU. Like you get started here. The quick, quicker we get started, the quicker we are not started. Or when we ended. Quicker we started, quicker we ended. Wow, this is going to be fun. All right.